0: Welcome to Doctor Who's 50 and 50, episode 27. We're continuing our look at the classic villains, today talking about The Great Intelligence. The Great Intelligence appeared only twice in the classic series, in two different stories. Both were Patrick Troughton's stories in the fifth season of the series, with Jamie O'Crimmon and Victoria Wakefield as the companions. The first story is number 38, the Abominable Snowman. It was a six-part serial, five parts of which are missing. The second story it appeared in was number 41, The Web of Fear, which was also a six-part serial, which also has five parts missing. Which is going to make this one a pretty short podcast, because there's only so much material we have. The surviving episodes both exist in the Lost in Time collection, so all we really know about it from The Abominable Snowman, where only part two of six is available, is, well, at least from what we see on screen, is that the The Great Intelligence is somehow linked to the Yeti robots which are around. We don't know exactly what that link is and he is able to hypnotize and mind-control monks. He's got some communication with the High Lama in a monastery, and he's able to give the monks orders, and then tell them to forget what they've just heard and where they heard it from, and just carry out the orders. In the surviving episode of Web of Fear, the only surviving episode is Part 1, the Great Intelligence doesn't actually appear. We know that the Yeti are back, and that they've overrun the London Underground in 1967, and that's about all we know. We know there are military forces in place to blow up the tunnels and take care of the Yeti, and knowing what we know from the surviving audio tracks and other notes and sources, we do know that those military soldiers there are unit in unit's first appearance. So for what I've been able to dig up online, the plot of the Immortal Snowman is that the Great Intelligence was trying to get a physical form and move itself into a physical body, and it was mind controlling the high lama for part of it, and was using the Yeti robots as scare tactics to keep people away from its base for the other part. It's a disembodied intelligence of unknown origins, and of course it was somehow defeated by the Doctor. Now in The Web of Fear, the whole thing is a trap to bring the Doctor in, so figures the Doctor will somehow pay attention to the London Underground in 1967. Didn't make much sense as it was originally written, although it looks like they may have sort of corrected that in a somewhat wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey way in the 2012 Christmas special. But in this one, they're trying to trap the Doctor and drain its mind so that the Great Intelligence can use the Doctor's mind for something. It's not just the first appearance of Unit, but it's the first appearance of Nicholas Courtney in the role of the Brigadier. He'd already played another character in story number 21, The Daleks' Master Plan, which is also mostly missing. 9 out of 12 parts of that are gone. And apparently an instrumental part of the Great Intelligence's defeat was taking over his Yeti with remote control. That's about all I have to say because so little of the source material survives for this one. Given this, I'm kind of wondering how it did so well in our reader poll for the greatest classic villains because there's just so little to work from and so little to see. So whether we've got people who remember watching it in the original broadcast, people who are familiar with it more from the surviving audio tracks and hearing the stories that way, more people who are maybe voting for it because of the way it's being used in the recent seasons of the relaunch series, I don't know. But in terms of trying to get into the classic series and going back to track it down, I wouldn't recommend digging this up. There's not really enough substance here to answer any of the questions that we've been seeing aside from understanding why Matt Smith's Doctor made the reference to the 1967 London Underground, and that basically seems to have been planting the idea for the Great Intelligence to try and trap the Doctor there. So that's all we have to say about the classic incarnation of the Great Intelligence. Please join us again tomorrow when we discuss the Ice Warriors. Thank you for listening. I'm just dropping back in for another quick addendum, as things have changed again since these podcasts were originally recorded. In this particular case, the Web of Fear storyline that was mentioned, where only one of six episodes was known to have survived, has since been recovered. Apparently that recovery was known about about three years ago. It took some time to negotiate and for the BBC to get their hands on it to release it, but it is now available through iTunes, which makes it much easier to track down. Unfortunately, I haven't had the opportunity to sit down and watch it yet to do a proper podcast about it, but at the very least, five of the six episodes have survived. Now, right now, that one is only available through iTunes. That and Enemy of the World were both recovered. Enemy of the World is going to be available on DVD by the end of the year, so by the end of 2013. Web of Fear will be available on DVD in 2014. Both of those are Region 2 release dates, but it's natural to assume other regions will follow in decent timelines. But they are both available right now through the iTunes Store. So if you are looking to track down the Great Intelligence and to see... And to see Nicholas Courtney's first appearance as the Brigadier, Alistair Gordon Lethbridge-Stewart, well, now that is quite feasible and actually quite reasonably priced. So if I do get the chance to watch it again, I probably will throw up another addendum, hopefully in the not-too-distant future. At any rate, please join us again tomorrow when we discuss the Ice Warriors, and thank you for listening.